Hello, everyone, and welcome to Karsmensky Podcast. This is your host, David Karsmensky, and what an episode I got for you today. It's yet another edition of Lunch Break Car News. It's Friday, it's last day of the week, and this Friday is quite full. Luckily, not as many official news, but some spicy rumors and a lot of new cars. With that in mind, let us get started. Starting off with my favorite section, which is full today, rumors and teasers. And it's not an episode without a BMW, so let's talk about them. We have two things uh, coming up. First one is the BMW i4 that was teased lately, uh, going into a drift. And the company itself said that the BMW is doing the final testing of the components on the i4. That is fair because we should see the model fairly shortly, sometime by the summer of 2021. And what we will see is quite a lot. The design will feature the i4 concept that was very close to the regular 4 series, but more electrified and perhaps looking a little bit more premium with nice colors and details and those should make it to the final version as well. And in speaking of versions, there's gonna be at least two of them. The top variant expected to be called i4M50 will be able to produce up to 530 horsepower and the top range version will have 600 kilometers on a European cycle. There's also of course the rumor of the electric M car coming and some rumors suggest it's gonna be even the hotter version of i4M. All of that potentially later this year. And another BMW was spotted is the brand new 2 Series, which is really the 2 Series we were waiting for. It's not the front wheel drive that's currently available in the Grand Coupe form. This one is special. It's the same rear wheel drive com uh, platform as the last 2 Series and it can come soon enough. The spy photos suggest that this is the US spec of the M version, not the full M2, just the M power version. And there are some rumors saying that the car won't go with two M240 uh, badge, it will instead bear M245, which I have a hard time believing, um, as I think current nomenclature of BMW models, models dictates that the inline six three liter engine in there should be M240. But other than that, it will be an exciting car and very good indeed, especially if it comes with a manual as it should and with a hotter M2 version. The regular 2 Series should come out somewhere next year, but M2 probably is not coming until next year. Well, any, well anyhow, this is a very anticipated model and this could be the last real 2 Series with a rear wheel drive layout. So when it comes out, please buy it because we need more of those. Next up, Ford and their favorite F-150 pickup truck, especially in the Raptor edition. Finally, Ford has tried to stop the leaks as it put out a memo to its supplier saying that this is unacceptable and guess what, there's another leak. Uh, this time it's a dealer spec sheet about the upcoming brand new 2021 Ford F-150 Raptor that suggests that at least at first the company is releasing F-150 Raptor with an EcoBoost 3.5 v6 engine so not the v8 we were waiting for but it could be still in the card so what company is probably trying to do is get all the hype it can for the original model because if it releases two uh, engine options v8 and v6 v8 will obviously be more popular so maybe uh, as a business tactic they're giving us the v6 option first so we buy it out 
And then as soon as that's successful, there will be a V8 option. Ford, of course, has two V8s currently, one V8 Coyote from the F-150 with a five liter displacement, or a supercharged 5.2 liter V8 from the GT500 Mustang. Um, that could be wishful thinking, however, because as much as the V6 needs more power to battle with more powerful T-Rex, uh, the V6 has 450 horsepower versus 702 on a T-Rex. Potentially, there could be a hybrid V6 coming out. They will boost the power numbers, but won't get us the exciting V8 rumble. So we'll wait and see. Uh, there should be more details coming out this year, potentially even with a release coming later this year of the Raptor. But again, we'll wait and see. And there was another interesting leak, this time coming from Hyundai and their Ionic brand, specifically the Ionic 5 car. Um, this rumor is to be taken with a grain of salt because... The authenticity of it is not yet confirmed, but it appears to show a slide uh, deck with the Ionic 5 and its characteristics that promises up to 510 kilometers of range or 320 miles on the European cycle, should I point out. Rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive layouts with up to 310 horsepower, which seems to check out. And interestingly, a head-up display uh, measuring 44 inches that has augmented reality. So if it is indeed 44 inches, it's the size of a TV, meaning it will take over the whole windshield. And I'm curious to see what kind of head-up display is that, potentially with some AR technologies similar to what Mercedes has in their S-Class. Nothing else is noted, and while the rumor seems to check out with everything else we've heard, uh, some interesting details there, and it shouldn't be long till we see the final version of Ionic 5, as Hyundai keeps teasing it lately. Another very interesting model that was spotted lately is the Porsche Taycan in Cross Turismo guys, or a lifted wagon guys. It's interesting that it was spotted completely camo free in a mall in California. Kind of reminds me of that early iPhone 4 that was left out in a bar. So in this one, the spy photographers were able to catch the whole car, not interrupted inside out. And while the front is the familiar Taycan, the back is pretty interesting, sort of the Panamera vibes, uh, but uh, the lift going on here is definitely significant, higher than any Panamera models. And overall with the wheels reminds me of a lowered Lamborghini Urus, which is a pretty interesting look. Overall on the outside and the inside, the build quality was stellar with nice materials everywhere. And looks like the wagon is finalized. It's uh, the design of it is pretty final and uh, looking pretty good indeed. As for the performance options, should be the same as in regular Taycan, perhaps not with a rear wheel drive setup as this is sort of a more rugged uh, wagon version. And in the top form of the Turbo S, maybe even will be offering a 750 horsepower if indeed it comes out, which will be pretty exciting. And as for the pricing, obviously it's not available, but usually in Volkswagen Group terms, uh, these command a little premium, perhaps three, 4,000 over the regular Taycan, which uh, should be a little bit more than 150,000 for the Turbo S version. Can't wait to see the final one. Another car that could be very exciting is the reimagination of the original DMC DeLorean. 
Uh, this one's coming from Ital Design, the coach builder, and it features a DMC badge as well. Overall, what looks like a modernized DMC 12, uh, potentially we'll see live. Here's what Ital Design had to say. What a better way to celebrate an icon of automotive history than a sneak peek at the near future. Stay tuned for more. No more information is available and the only thing we can see from the pictures is a silhouette, DMC badge and gullwing doors. Can't wait to see what Ital Design has to cook up for this, but it should be coming this year. And a final rumor is also very exciting. It's coming from Lotus that is supposed to release its final car with the combustion engines before the electric mayhem takes over. What's even more exciting that the car is supposed to be revealed this summer. And while the details are scarce, we know something. First of all, the car could replace all of the other current models like the Elise, Exige and Evora and should be designed for global sales. It also will feature quite a different price tag. We'll start at 55,000 UK pounds and going all the way up to 105,000 UK pounds, which is approximately 140,000 US. Lotus CEO is confident in the car will give Lotus substantial growth and with availability in the US and other markets and an attractive price tag, we get to see that, is uh, pretty possible. Uh, also, the car benefits from the modern electrical architecture and the sports car should sit on a platform designed to boost day-to-day -day practicality, especially when it comes to down to getting in and out of the cabin. So my thinking, uh, maybe, since Lotus will be partnering with Stellantis and will be developing an electric car together with Alpine, uh, maybe they'll benefit from one of the Stellantis current platforms, like the one for Alfa Romeo 4C, for example. It's all yet to be seen. A debut date of this summer is pretty aggressive. No one really saw that coming, so we'll see what Lotus has finally cooked up for us. it with rumors but there's a bunch of new cars to discuss first up some buick models that will make you say is that a buick first up the 2021 buick envision the us version was finally revealed it rides on the cadillac xt4 platform and features similar design and features first up of course the improved exterior the car looks pretty sharp for a buick i gotta say definitely uh, grabbing some cues from Cadillac and will feature three unique trims that will be preferred, Essence and Avenir. There's also going to be a sport touring package that's coming with exterior updates of the 20 inch wheels and some black trims all around, but the car is not particularly sporty with a turbo two liter four cylinder engine with 228 horsepower and 258 pound feet of torque with nine speed automatic, uh, with a front-wheel drive standard and all-wheel drive being optional. Inside the cabin, of course, you'll find all the modern technology, like the 10.2-inch touchscreen, Amazon Alexa integration, wireless CarPlay, and Android Auto. And for the safety features, there is automatic emergency braking, a bunch of others, and interestingly, rear park assist and 360-degree camera, including a head-up display and adaptive cruise control in options. The cars are already on their way to dealers, starting at 33,000 US for the preferred package. The Avenir top tier is costing 41,000 and the Sport is an extra 1,500 extra. Another pretty sharp Buick is the 2022 Buick Enclave. 
that was just uh, debuted on the exterior. We don't know any details on the inside or what's powering the car, but the looks are pretty sharp. They are perhaps resembling uh, that alleged Buick that GM was showing us at the CES presentation that people thought is a Corvette SUV. It definitely has those headlights and a similar grille and the lower portion of the front. And overall, the exterior looks pretty nice. While this is a 2022 model, we've only again seen just the interior, exterior, no other details, but the car should be revealed somewhere in spring of 2021. So we'll get waiting for it. Another lightly refreshed model is the 2021 Porsche Panamera that was finally giving pricing. Well, the prices remain unchanged. The Turbo Panamera is being replaced by Turbo S Panamera, and Turbo S is quite a car, starting at 179,000 US. This powered by a twin-turbo 4-liter V8 with 620 horsepower and 604 pound-feet of torque, with 0 to 60 miles per hour time in 2.9 seconds. Not bad for an executive family car. And while most of the engines were upgraded with a few more horsepowers, um, the pricing hasn't changed with the starting Panamera, the base 4S, coming at 88550 Overall, the redesign was pretty light, just some tweaks to the exterior and interior, nothing significant, but the engines were improved and the more horsepower were given. So, if you want, the dealers are receiving their new Panameras as we speak, and they're available over there. And yet another car that was updated, rather a lineup of cars in Europe only, is the Fiat 500. Um, while Fiat Chrysler is planning to get rid of the Fiat 500 altogether in the US, 500 still lives on in countries like UK, where it has been updated because of the brand new 500 electric. The engines and power are what would you expect for the European small cars, with 500 now being powered by a 1 liter mild hybrid gas option with a 69 horsepower and 68 pound feet of torque. Uh, 500X is offered with a 1 liter engine producing 118 horsepower or a 1.3 liter 148 horsepower. And the biggest 500L gets 1.4 liter engine with 94 horsepower. Overall, the upgrades are minor with few new safety tech and some trims available in the car, but the cars are still pretty affordable. With the regular 500 starting at 30,000 UK pounds, 500X at 20,000 UK pounds, and 500L at 18,000 UK pounds. So overall, pretty good options for a small town somewhere in England or Italy, definitely not in the US. Next up, some quick updates. First up, the Jeep Wrangler 4XE configurator is up. Uh, if you don't know, it's the hybrid version of the iconic off-roader, and the most expensive 4XE you can have will cost 65,000 US, which is a Rubicon model that starts at 51,500, uh, but if you can able, you're able to spec over $13,000 in accessories, while the regular entry-level Sahara 4XE starts at around 48,000. Quick refresh, the car is powered by quite beefy setup of 375 horsepower with a turbo 2 liter four-cylinder engine and two electric motors and that's pretty decent for a hybrid option offering the quick electric 0 to 60 miles per hour and another unit of business for the new models is the recall on the brand new 2021 S-Class 
there is a rumor saying that you shouldn't really get the first year the model is out for this being the first year of a 2021 S-Class as they come with issues. Well, the first recall for S-Class is already here and over 1400 cars are affected and there are potential issues with the steering. So that is a crucial recall for all the 2021 S-Class owners. They're urged to bring their car to the shop free of charge, of course. And with that, the new cars are done, but I still want to go over some official industry news. Starting with Volkswagen that managed to turn a profit in 2020 in their Volkswagen group, uh, but still their overall profit halved from 2019, which is expected because a few things like pandemic, if you have heard, or the diesel scandal that Volkswagen keeps saving cash for. Nevertheless, it's good that the company turned profit and our favorite brands are not affected for now. And next up, again, Stellantis. They probably broke the record of the most featured company so far in the history of the podcast. It seems like I've been talking about them all week. Uh, then this piece is pretty interesting. It says that the new Stellantis CEO, because of the merger of the companies, uh, now has 38 top executives reporting to him directly, which is an insane amount of number of reports and uh, people to manage. Uh, for a manager of his, his sort. Maybe all those reports will be consolidated in the end as 38 seems to be a bit unmanageable uh, as the president needs to do other duties as well, of course, uh, but pretty impressive nevertheless. And finally, a report from an interview with Ford's CEO uh, that stated that Ford aims to become an EV leader and uh, their strategy is a little bit different from GM's that uh, was bringing completely new cars out there. Uh, the CEO said that Ford is electrifying well-known nameplates like we know the Mustang, Transit, F-150 and says actually we're the first, we're the dominant player uh, because we offered uh, or will offer the first electric van and pickup truck in 24 months, going perhaps in more industrial area of cars rather than regular computer cars, consumer cars. And also Ford CEO, who is actually a hardcore enthusiast who races an original GT40, uh, concluded with this interesting remark, the electric car, I would say, is a better car in a way. You eliminate 30 to 40% of the parts, those are the ones that break and are expensive to repair. The inside has more room, you got new space up front, a front, a front trunk. It's a digital vehicle, so you can tune the car really easily with software, you can make the car better with over-the-air updates, it's just a better car. And that is, of course, the CEO's take, um, which deserves to be heard, but definitely is a controversial opinion, especially today. And that concludes my episode for Friday and for this week. As this is the last work day, uh, the next episode will be coming on Monday. And quite a bang we had today for the last episode with some nice tasty rumors. Like I particularly enjoyed the piece about the Ford F-150 Raptor and the new 2 Series and some interesting new cars that are coming up. Like, is that a Buick models? And 
the new more powerful Panameras, as well as, of course, a quick report on the official state of the industry. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, make sure to check out earlier podcasts. If you haven't, there are some good ones out there, too. I would say all of them are good, of course, but I always welcome the criticism and feedback. Be able to chat with me on all the social media with my Karsmanski handle. Thanks so much once, once again. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.